Welcome to This One's On Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Nia. On this podcast, I have conversations that are real and relatable. Join me weekly to be a part of the conversation. Let's get straight to it. What have I been learning that I feel like I wasn't really told? And granted, I think life is about learning as you go. And so what they don't tell you is just like, mm, it's not like I was looking for or expecting somebody to tell me. It's just a like, damn, like they don't tell you this. So here we go. What they don't tell you is being grown is also being a time manager of yourself and of your life and of the things you got to do. Being grown means being a time manager, like for real. It's being a time manager, being an accountant uh, for your feelings and your finances. What they don't tell you is losing a childhood or high school friend, best friend, is painful. How do I know? <laughs> because it happened to me. What they don't tell you is sometimes you will find yourself grieving at the oddest times. Like, about the things that you thought that you were over. Like, I found myself grieving my high school best friend this year. Mind you, we have not been in communication for at least five years. So, like, what they don't tell you is, like, grief really hits you out of nowhere. And I know a lot of grief, the grief discussion is around a person who has transitioned, who has died, you know, who is in another realm now. But I want to hone in on the fact that we grieve many different things you know what I mean not just um somebody who is physically no longer here what they don't tell you is the best intimacy is the one that's not sexually led like that's what I feel me that's my personal opinion um I was having this conversation with Sharon one day I was like when things are sexually charged sexually led like they're led by sex and sexual you know when it's led by sex and mostly sex only it burns out quick it burns out real quick and i'm not saying like boom you have sex once and that's it no you literally can be having sex for like three three months straight like y'all going at it the sex is hitting okay you're on cloud nine when you have sex but sex alone is not enough. And I just really feel like it'll never be enough. I'm not going to say never, but it's just not enough. And the reason why this came up is because I felt like um, a relationship that I had with somebody, it was so sexually led. Like when I would think about this person, I would instantly get aroused. I'm talking <laughs> tsunami. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I would instantly get aroused. And I'm like... Why is this, and, and and not to say that the relationship didn't have substance, but I just didn't like the fact that it was so sexually led. And I used to lead with sex. And that's what Amanda had to tell me. She was like, you need to stop leading with sex. Like, I would put myself out there. Like, look at me. I'm so cute. Da, 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 da. And it's like, girl, you're leading with a, like, a, in a sexual nature. And that's why... Niggas is not trying to see what that mental is talking about. So I say all that to say what they don't tell you is sexually led things burn out quick. And some of the best intimate intimacy is the one that is not sexually led. Like I have intimacy 
within my life and I'm not in a romantic relationship. I have intimacy with my family members and in my friendships. And when I talk about intimacy, I talk about a, a core connection that feels like alignment, like for real. So try, when you think of intimacy, try to move away from thinking that it's just romance because that's not true. Moving forward, what they don't tell you is <laughs> having dignity will have you bored sometimes. And that's so funny that it came after what I just said. Having dignity will have you bored sometimes. What I mean by that is when I started to respect myself more, when I started to not do things that I feel didn't really get me nowhere in the past, I was a little bored. I have been a little bored. Um, and it's funny because one of my homies was like, you're so organized, and, which is not all the way true. <laughs> I'm organized in certain ways. Um, we working on that. But he was like, you're so organized. You need a little chaos in your life. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, do I need chaos? And I'm like, no. No, what the fuck? You don't need chaos. But I have realized that it ultimately it's been a quiet year for me overall. But when we talk about like entertaining men or women, like I have not really done that for real. Like I really be ducked off to myself. And I just have like more respect for myself. I feel like I have more respect for myself than I have in previous years just like I'm just not going for like the bullshit and I'm not like hanging around like this year I realized like the old me would have just been hanging around for the sake of having sex or for the sake of having someone and it's just like if it's not in alignment or if it's making me feel a type of way um constantly like on edge or in my feelings or just questioning myself and my uh, who I am then it's just like it's not worth it and you know that happened to me this year I was entertaining somebody and then I'm like this don't really feel right no more and I was very vocal and being vocal made me feel very empowered and my therapist like pointed that out to me like she was like you took control of the situation and not like control in a I'm trying to control you way but I took inventory of, okay, Nia, how am I feeling? Okay, and I vocalized it. And normally, girl, let me tell you something. I will ghost. I will ghost you. I will block you. And essentially, what I was doing was running away from my problems because I talked about how I like to escape sometimes. And so I will run away, and I feel like that was like kind of like being a coward because it's like you got yourself into this, like face it. And so... I say all that to say is what they don't tell you is when you really get in your bag of really loving on you and having self-worth and putting yourself in situations where you are treating yourself with the utmost respect and you not like spinning the block for a temporary high, it do get quiet. <laughs> you do want your booty rubbed. <laughs> you do want a little spice, a little zest. But that's when I just do my affirmations. You know, my divine partner is coming, okay? my most mm, my most baby i'm so much in my head about it i can't get the words out my best sex is on the way you know what i mean all of that my most healthy relationship is coming it's coming you know so it does get quiet and you do get a little bored and you do think about uh being a little toxic sometimes maybe a little bit maybe a lot i don't know but hold on hold on to your worth and not even hold no stand in your power of knowing that i'm treating myself better than i have been 
am I my fun is coming that's all I gotta say about that what they don't tell you is love and people aren't meant to be curated but experienced I talk about this a lot a lot a lot a lot and I love um how Nipsey said you cannot possess people you can only experience them something like that don't quote me for a while I just didn't even really realize what I was doing and this year I've came into so many realizations and with my last relationship which was five whopping years ago <laughs> damn it seems so long but within five years of not being in a relationship when I tell y'all I've experienced I would let me let me be clear about this I wasn't in a relationship I haven't been in a relationship in five years but I was still talking to people <laughs> I was still entertaining people and I was also learning so what I learned about my last relationship was that I was trying to control the narrative and I talk about this on my TikTok because the question um was what would you dif do differently if he was meeting your ex for the first time? And I said, I wouldn't do anything differently because I feel like the way that we met, it was so like, it was so organic and cute and kind. And I'm like, oh, and yeah, it was, it was, it was genuine and it was soft and it was gentle. I had low self-esteem and I did a lot of projecting onto him. And I also was trying to curate the experience. I felt like, well, this person is in that relationship and she got a hundred dozen roses and this and that and that. I was trying to curate what I thought love should look like. And that had me fucked up, okay? That had me messed up because it's like, you're so in your head about curating this perfect love story experience that you're not experiencing this man you know what i mean and it's so crazy because after we broke up i found out so much about him that i didn't know because i was so fogged with trying to curate the experience i did, i found out so much about this man first of all he well i would consider him to be i would say an artist like he's a writer um he's just very creative i didn't really know that he liked photography like i was learning about all his many talents after the fact and what's crazy is we spoke um after we broke up we like was still kind of in communication we were supposed to actually write a book together i know real dope real cute <laughs> but um yeah like i was just so trying to curate the experience i did not allow myself to experience him so that would be something that i would do differently um but yeah that's what they don't tell you is love is not meant to be curated or controlled like love is not something you place in a controlled environment love is something that you let run free honey period what they don't tell you is when you become self-aware enough to see yourself and like your family um in a different perspective you kind of look at the dysfunction like wow 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 uh i think i'm not i don't know if i want to say every family has dysfunction i don't want to say that basically what i'm trying to say is when you become more self-aware and more in tune with who you are closer to god i feel like god allows you to see different things and god allows certain things to be revealed to you right and so just moving back home and being up close with my family and seeing how they operate uh -huh, from up close I was like oh shit okay all right and um you just see things right and I'm big on like wanting and I'm big on healing myself right and 
so much of me wanted people in my family to become more self-aware. But something that I learned is like, it's not your job to heal other people or to tell them that they need to heal. You have to focus on you. And that was something that me and my mom talked about earlier this week is keep doing what you're doing. Despite if somebody else is making you feel a type of way, keep doing what you're doing. Because I, I, was, I was in my feelings so hard about something and almost feeling like, it wasn't fair or I wasn't, you know, getting my flowers or I feel like, am I being used? Like, do people not see me? Like, do they not see what I'm trying to do and what I do do? And she was like, do not worry about it. Keep doing what you're doing. And what I took from that is keep an open heart. You know, sometimes I think we go into things with an expectation. And it's like, well, I've done this for them. You know, they'll do it back for me. First of all, don't do stuff and look for something in return. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, like sometimes you really just sometimes you wanna you wanna get your flowers. And it's like, is that coming from a place of like validation? Do you want the people to validate you? Get your own self your own flowers. But as a human being, sometimes you do wanna be like you do you feel me? You wanna get them flowers from somebody else. Let's just be real here. But I say all that to say is what they don't tell you is like when you get older and you start to look at the, you know, adults and elders in your family and you just start to look at your family from a like a bird's eye view, you see different things. You feel like, damn, they should probably work on that or they should do this. They should do that. And then you got to come back and be like, that's not my problem. What can I do to make the family dynamic healthier what can i do to continue my healing journey and not be judgmental because what we forget sometimes is everybody is learning at their own pace and i had to learn that through one of my friends because i think she was on a she was on a different plane of where she was elevating and she wanted better for me and she was like i might not be able to take you with me on this journey i might have to come back and get you and i felt like she literally just told me to my face straight up i'm cool and i felt abandoned but i get it now it's like when you are moving into a different space in a different direction where you're elevating like essentially like your conscious and the way you think and the way you view things some people don't get it and you got to keep going and something that I just thought about is my therapist was like, you got to give people time to catch up to the new you. And you also have to give people grace. And sometimes some people won't catch up. Some people won't get it. Y'all won't be on the same plane. And that doesn't make you better than them. And that's something else I have to check myself about. Just because you're healing and you feel like you're evolving, don't think you're elite. Like, don't create, don't get this elitism mentality like you're better than anybody because, baby, girl, you're not. And so just... Remaining humble while healing, remaining um, graceful while healing and, you know, just not projecting because what you think somebody may need to be healing, how do you know that they're not doing that behind closed doors? Because so much of the world is healing out loud. You don't know what people are doing in their private, you know, in their private, the privacy of their own homes, in the privacy of their own heart. You know, I don't know. I think it's just because I wear my heart on my sleeve. I be thinking that I should know everything and everybody's business. And it's like, no, girl. So, yeah, I feel like I went on a tangent, but I feel like the tangent made sense to my point. You feel me? Okay, moving forward. I love how this is going in, like, order of what I'm talking about. So, my next point is... um what they don't tell well it's not even a what they don't tell you basically 
I know people say healing is a lifelong journey, but I personally don't want to subscribe to that. What I mean by that is I'm not just trying to just heal, heal, heal all the time. Granted, you know, as you get older, it might be different things that you need to heal from. But do I want to commit my life to solely just healing? No, I don't. I and mean, I'm not going to. I'm going to heal through some traumatic things. I am healing through traumatic things, right? But I'm not... Like, when I think in my mind, I don't just always think about healing. I think about living in bliss. I think about, ooh, I remember when I was there, but I have overcame that. I've healed through that. I feel good today. I don't want to commit to a life of healing. No, ma'am. I am not going to subscribe to that. And I know people say, it's a lifelong journey. You never stop healing. Okay. But um, I'm going to get in this space to where I'm... I'm Okay, let me let me see how I'm gonna frame this. I'm gonna get into a space where like 80 to 90 percent of my life is living in bliss, and it, it might be 10 percent I need to heal. I'm not going at it like oh 50 percent of me needs to continue to heal while 50 percent of me lives. You can live while healing, and I feel like Asia my queen on TikTok. I feel like she had a TikTok about this. She says something. She says something in a. Uh, let me go pull up the TikTok. Hold on. Okay, so she was like, the real cheat code is living while healing and not living to heal. I love that. I love that real bad. But yeah, um, I'm just not going to subscribe to a lifelong journey of healing. Like, I'm not. I'm, I am going to focus on the things that I need to heal. I'm going to overcome them and I'm going to live good and bliss and pureness and fun and peace. All of the good things. All of, all of the goodies. So yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had so much fun recording it. I really just like, I feel like I beam up like three times when I hit record. Um, I know y'all be hearing my nails in the back. Yes, I have long acrylic nails and they just so cute. And when people tell me they like my nails, it's like my heart does this little flutter. Like I don't get my nails done for people. I get them done for myself because it's my creative outlet one of them but when people be like oh your nails are cute i just be like ah, thank you i really appreciate y'all i really feel good when i be on here it's like my audio diary and i'm just so grateful for the people that listen um i pray for a community like i really do pray for a community um a podcast community a friendship community you know all of that i really do that's been on on my on my heart but i love y'all and i will see y'all on the next episode peace